0: Hey there! Welcome to the In Between. Everybody doing okay? Yeah, another day. in paradise. Tired a
1: little bit, but I'm I'm good. No no worries.
0: You haven't had your coffee yet. I haven't. I see you haven't you haven't, haven't. depressed your French press.
1: That's exactly right. I think of it as oh o pressing it to be o honest. Pressing. <laughs> <laughs> Just pressing it. Just pressing it. And the ground starts uh, to go. Uh, exactly. Squish, 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 squish. It is good coffee, though. Blake uh, bought me coffee Folgers. overseas somewhere, oh. and Folgers. then I gave it back to him and said, "Cool. Do you know anybody who could like roast it and grind it for me?" And <laughs> <laughs> you know anybody who's ever uh, roasted some coffee before? So that's he did awesome. that and gave me some then some seriously sealed packets of coffee. Mm, so that's awesome. So at least it's good coffee. I just oh, don't. I don't man. know how to make it. Still, I don't know how to how much to put or how much water. And yeah, you just so, put it in. Just but you know it. what? As medication, it works just fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel much, just, better, much, main, happier, and much better, much happier, and I'm much better kind of
2: a person <laughs> well, that's after exactly I drink. Exactly
1: right. Yep, man. I'll be less sleepy in a second.
0: I mean, hopefully we all will. But <laughs> Paul's been up since like two, right? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like,
2: how entertaining are we going to be? <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just, don't yeah. Know.
1: You never know. Um, Probably not. Su- I mean, you know, there's a upper limit of how entertaining we're going to be. Yeah, there's which definitely, is not super.
0: <laughs> we're not. We're not totally. Uh, entertainment isn't always the <laughs> number one. What is that like? The in the priorities of our of our uh, job, and I guess of this podcast, even entertainment's part of it, not all That's of right. it, and not even the majority. So. Yep. Sorry guys, sorry. sorry if that's why <laughs> you're listening. Oh man, if we're entertaining, it's unintentional. That's right. Um, well, and you're really laughing more at us than with us. That's right. Honest.
1: My that's right. okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna derail that, and I'm gonna go. We're are, so I'm I'm assuming we'll probably finish chapter two this week. Um. Well. Interesting oh no! no. Enough. Oh, of course, it's D now. It's D now. But ah. but I still, at this point, plan on it. So I'll give you guys the plan. <laughs> so I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna <coughs> speak for two and a half hours. As, exactly. As much as Chris can have a plan, you're about to hear it. Here I'm goes. exactly Man, right. Sitting on the edge of my seat. Okay. So I'm speaking to the students mm-hmm. um, Friday night and Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. and uh, and then they're doing at home sessions. Yeah. Friday night Saturday morning Saturday afternoon uh, and so they've got that so as we're all integrating this all together the theme is stand um, which is primarily taken from the end of Ephesians 6 or mm-hmm. from in the Ephesians um so the the main uh, verb of Ephesians walk, walk, is walk, 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 walk right walk, walk. and we're gonna Stay! so and then and then you get to the end and it is all about stand like John said and so session one is going to be me introducing Ephesian Paul and Ephesus to the students. Um, and some of the main themes. So we're going to start of just of Ephesians 1. Mm. Then we're going to send them home to home session, and they're going to study the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. Following so far. Home session 2, which will be Saturday morning, they're going to study the shoes of the readiness of the gospel of peace and the shield of faith. Then, um, Then session 2 will be Saturday afternoon, and I'm actually going to teach about the the idea of of identifying ourselves, of aligning ourselves fully with who Christ is. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to reference that whole uh, uh, Second Timothy passage about you know the the no soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits kind of conversation, mm-hmm. talking about the farmer and the athlete and the soldier. And that's what I'm going to talk about walk because I, I think that's the picture of walk that Paul intends is. Is like this. This is what defines your life. Like this is this is the path you're on. This is what whatever. Um. And by the way, anybody's welcome to speak at any moment in or when I get done here in a second. Then I'm going to go through the main walk. No, passage. it's all you, Chris. Okay, sweet. Uh, the main walk passages. I'm going to just jump from those to those, um, through those. And there's like seven of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe eight. And then send them home. They'll study the Helmet of Salvation, the Sword of the Spirit. And then session three, the next morning, is the Sunday morning service. Mm -hmm. And so here's what struck me is I'm going to unpack a little bit what we did for everybody in the room, Mm -hmm. just real quick. Unpack the end, uh, and I'm trying to decide what order to do this in. Unpack the end of the whole Armor of God conversation, talking about praying at all times, In the spirit, with prayer and supplication, keeping alert for the perseverance with all perseverance, making supplication for the saints, and then Paul asks for personal prayer Mm -hmm. as well. Now, and then talking about the value of kind of some of the rest of it. But then what struck me was this idea of identifying correctly, identifying who we are is really unpacked in the story of of Jesus as a boy in the temple. Mm. Um. And so if I told that story and explained what's going on in that story on Sunday morning and and explained how this line that Jesus says in verse 48, starting in verse... The, the question is in verse 48, Son, why have you treated us so? It starts with son. Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. Mm-hmm. And Jesus' answer, he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's house? That I must be in my father's house, or about my father's business, depending on the translation. So, very, very clearly, Jesus, at at this point, knows Joseph is not actually my Mm -hmm. father. I I identify primarily with a different father. Mm -hmm. And And that is the that's that's his identity. He understands that his identity, I am the son of God, therefore, should be very should allow you to predict where he's going to be in
0: Jerusalem. You You don't think he was saying that he was trying to build the temple? (laughs) Like, like, didn't you know I needed to come up here and put some stones and yeah, exactly. I I
1: actually don't interpret it that way. Oh that's interesting. I I bet that's controversial. It, I don't know if it is, but it, we could probably make it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Cool. Is there a he means Joseph's Joseph tecton? As if as if he was had to be about his father's business. Ah uh, yes, Joseph okay. the tecton. I, the I have carpenter. had my
2: coffee and stone carpenter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe I
1: need to do all right. Some more. <laughs> there <Sorry>. you go. <laughs> Let's um, just turn this off. So the idea is great. that, that, that is Jesus great. is pointing out: you, sh- why would you have to look around Jerusalem to find me? Right. You mm. should have known exactly where I was. You know whose son I am, so you should have been able to come straight to my father's house. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm in my father's house. And so I think that creates a picture that I can use for our church and for the students to follow up with that idea. So if you are sons and daughters of the
0: king, if you're sons and daughters of God, mm-hmm. well, we should be able to it should be about his business. Yeah, we should be about his business. I mean this is like um yeah I like the uh, the correlation that you're doing with identity and being able to identify someone by something so like the the whole armor of god this is what the armor of god looks like in battle you can tell which side is which beca- because of the kind of armor that they're wearing whether it's a you know color of flag sure that's obvious but like what the armor looks like is a is a sign of who you're who you're mm-hmm. with that's a good point. Um, and so, this, you know, he, uh, Paul saying about what it looks like to be not just identified with Christ, but but to be a soldier in His army. This is the type of uh, armor that you're going to be wearing. This is, you know, and there's the I've, I've I've heard the argument before that he's looking at a Roman centurion whenever he's yes he's. You know, chained to a Roman centurion. He may, he may
1: literally be chained. At least and, there's one present. Probably. And it's like
0: going down his armor. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, ours is the, uh, you know, uh, instead of instead of just this this type of helmet, ours is the helmet of truth. Or sorry, belt of truth. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Breastplate of righteousness. Where's the helmet? Helmet of salvation. Salvation. The I was like, last. I. I know it's there anyway, but he's like going through and doing this like little checklist in his head of, of what it would actually be, um, to look like a a soldier of, of Christ. And so there's that, that identification that's happening, um, inside of that. And I, I, like the identification just of, and you could probably reference like, Hey, has it been weird for, uh, any of you, uh, youth to be in someone's house for a weekend? Oh, that's a fun idea. And then, then you know, talking about well, it's because it's not your house. Hmm. And this is, you know, it's fun to be in somebody's house house for a minute, but you're not identified as being in that person's house. You're yeah. You're, that's you're, fun. That'll be a fun. You're your parents' house. Yep. I like it. Cool. That's what I thought. What else we got, Paul? You got any insight on the um? difference between uh about my father's business and in my father's house why is that translated differently Hmm. doesn't seem like those are I mean that's not exactly what I would say is a hard thing to translate
2: um yeah the word um toys uh which again is just a prepositional phrase meaning Mm -hmm. um (laughs) right and so they're they're throwing in like okay it's like literally, um, the negative starts first. So not knew you that in the of the father, and so that's a reference to a preposition holding a place or holding something, mm-hmm. but not specifically mentioning what it is. So it could be referencing, but house. then it is of the father, yeah. and so it's so clearly the reference is the emphasis is put onto the father. Um, And so it's, and and then it says, it actually translates the, of the father, of me, so my father, it behooves me. And so I am... Obligated to. Obligated or, right, compelled to essentially be about my father. Um, And so because that placeholder Mm -hmm. is ambiguous of like, father is specifically mentioned, it could just be referencing, again, pointing to the father, or it's a placeholder sitting there as a physical location of where you would be about the yeah. father. And so house gets thrown in there. Um but it isn't literally like a place. I mean there is words for the actual house yeah, or right, domicile. Right. Yeah, 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 So yeah. it's not that. It's not as clearly that. But the um but yeah, the I mean like, the literal translation of behooves and I think that's even I need to look at the King James version. What is that is what the what King James this? says? Yeah behooves. I feel like it's hmm what a great word
0: behooves mm-hmm. mm.
2: must be, and he said to and he said unto them, "How is it ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business?" Yeah, it was that. Wist ye not? <laughs> um, but again, it says that would be about my father's business. It's yeah. it's about what my father is it's doing. About. And I, again, this idea of it behooves me. Mm-hmm. In other words, I'm the things that obligated. have to do with my father—that's what I'm doing. That's right. And yeah. so the placeholder, I, I tend to lean, lean towards the placeholder is actually about the business. Um, and, and again, I don't think house has to – is like a bad translation. I think we could also say the same thing of if we're talking about somebody's business, talking about their household, what they would put together. But I don't think it's – I don't think the emphasis here is, well, gosh, guys, why didn't you know where I was? I don't right. think it's a physical. I, I mean, you should have come to the temple. Right. I mean, I think if, if Jesus was a 12 year old boy healing somebody by, um, you know, at the city gates and they came and found him there, I think this would be the same line he would say. Um, he would say, Well, I'm about my father's business. You should have known that. You should have known I would have been out here healing somebody. Not, mm. well, you should have known you should have come to the city gates because that's where my father's house is. No, I. So I think, I, I I don't I don't mind it being a literal you know yeah. place, but I do think it's less about the fact that he's in the temple. Yeah, and I think it's more about the business that he is going about. Right, which that makes sense. Yeah, bolsters your again the yeah. identification. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I was when you were when you were talking about it, I was thinking the the like, you know, is this is this like one of those references back to like you. You know, sometimes in the Greek, they don't say the word because they're referencing the word mm-hmm. from before. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that feels a little bit too far removed in this in this case for it to be exactly what it's talking about. Um, but yeah, that's it's the same thing. Of my father's house, of my father, of my father's ofness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what my father is of, I am of. Right. It should have been a. It should have been a short search
1: it's i think the the image is like you know if my kids went looking for me or if my wife went looking for me on the average day she doesn't she doesn't have to start at the north end of tyler and slowly work her way from business to business and house to house looking for me like right. i'm probably going to be in one of about three or four places right that that's the things that i am about those are the things i am about and and so i think that's a you know that that sounds like to me like that's the picture being created here, is mm. these are the these are the things that my father is about. You you should know that's the kind of stuff I'm gonna you know. Yeah.
2: And I think it's supposed to also, <clears throat> um, I think there's a little bit of a word play with his answer, and the way Luke presents even just fifty one the very you know so he must be about my father's business and then in fifty and they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. So I don't quite get it. And even if they don't get it, it's fine. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. I think Mm -hmm. this submissive Mm -hmm. um, is a little bit of a a word play of like he he was obligated, you know. It behooves him; he's obligated to his father's business. And even in that, he puts him puts himself under obligation, under submission of his parents, and goes back to Nazareth with them. Um, And then this great repetition here you know, kind of these bookends of this repeated thing. Right. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart.
1: Yep. Um,
2: mm. Which again...
1: And we get the phrase again also of the the growth. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because we start with that kind of, or that would be where you'd really pick up within verse 39. Um, right. Again, performing everything with the law of the Lord. So this emphasis on yeah the uh, uh, piety what? of Joseph and Mary following, you know, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if Luke's gonna present these eyewitnesses and ministers of the word, mm-hmm. here we have them pictured as followers dedicated to the word. Um, and the child grew. So verse forty, and the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. And so we get that as a starting place. Yep. And then we get the boy Jesus in the temple, and then it ends fifty-two, and Jesus increased in wisdom and sat in stature. And in favor with God and man, um, which again, this this you know the notion of uh, God's visiting humans in Greek literature would have been, I think, very commonplace. And so, Luke is presenting this God-Man as this balancing act mm-hmm. um, that that is receiving favor and passing on favor. He is receiving favor from. God and passing on favor to man. And so God's approving him, and so that's Mm -hmm. he's the right one to be able to give us approval. I yeah, I thought I would have I would have thought that
0: it's meaning that men are approving of him. That's the
2: opposite. Hmm. I would have
0: thought that what it's saying is that men are approving of him, like that men approved of him
2: yeah he was that he's growing in favor with god meaning god's giving him favor and he's growing in favor, favor, with, favor man. with man yeah right yeah okay no i think that i think that's correct i think though it's the it's still the picture that jesus is the one who's able to i mean the, holding him as the one who's going to be able to give grace and favor yes. as <laughs> in okay. salvation yeah that makes i think sense. he's still the instrument <laughs> yeah um but you're right i probably stated that in such a way that it seems like it was in the reversal of
0: that makes sense though Yeah. yeah but I also like well that we got that a, we have that mix all through
1: Luke because right. you've got these situations. So Jesus grew, increased in wisdom and stature, and in favor with himself and himself. Like he's oh yeah well, he, he is gets, God and man right exactly he's a, he is God and he is man yeah. and he is growing in favor. So it's you, you're going to constantly have this issue of anytime you have Jesus relating to God mm-hmm. or referencing God. We ran into it with John when it's like when Jesus prays my my God to the father. And so we talked about that's a, that Jesus, Jesus became a man, which, which then gave him, I'm trying to remember the exact terminology of it. We came up with a great way of verbalizing it that like, because he became a man, he now has a God, but because he is God and then get, therefore gives us a God. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. He became yeah. man and therefore gave us, us a God. And so like we now have God, God, because he became, because God became a man, and it's a, it's just a fascinating concept to unpack, so. Yeah,
2: and I think the other part with 49, um, that's very intriguing, and again places the emphasis not necessarily on the temple, like as a house, um, but there's a two-part question um, that Jesus responds to them with, and the first is actually, why were you looking for me? Mm-hmm. which it doesn't It does not even matter about <laughs> yeah, exactly that's
1: interesting like it's his first initial oh, question
2: is not focusing in on like oh well why why uh, were you looking for me in other places yeah is not what i've saying.
1: always read it mm-hmm. is like yeah why did you have to look versus no hmm.
2: but why were you looking for me i think it's very clear of like well you know i would have been i'm safe I'm I'm about my father's business. I'm doing exactly what I'm called. If I'm in his will. Yeah, I think I always read that as a
0: 12-year-old it. question. Yeah. <laughs> because I, mean, oh. I have a 12-year-old and she's pretty oh, she's almost 12 and she's pretty spacey. Yeah.
2: So like it would not <laughs> exactly. surprise me at
0: all if she said I missed all day. What? Well, what? And back to I mean we've all been there, right? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you probably get that. What? <laughs> Daddy, it is what? by the way okay so
1: looking does imply not just it is it's the same term that everyone is trying to find you or okay. mark it is like a a search um like it's a uh I don't know if that, I don't know if it implies anxiety but it it's a it's not just like, "Hey, where's Paul?" It's yeah. somebody systematically searching around looking for something.
2: Well, mm-hmm. and, and they and again, say they say they in were in distress. distress. That's yeah. right. That's right. Right. <laughs> and and but I also love this format because you why know in, in forty six <laughs> yes, exactly forty six to forty seven. You know, here's this twelve year old Jesus, which super fascinating that Luke gives us his age of twelve. Yeah, um, yeah. right there at that cusp of this also makes sense of why he may be lost. Um, you know, there's the bar mitzvah. Yeah, traditionally, yep. you know, the the it's a, the older sons would travel with the father and the younger children would travel with the mother and here's Jesus right in between. You know, this is the perfect like oh it's Mary's like oh, age with, to go missing. He's right at the age <laughs> of like, Oh, he's probably with his father. And his father's right. like, ah, eh, he's still the youngin' he's probably with his mom. You know, it's like this is the perfect age to get lost. But after three days they found him in the temple, which again, the idea of three days I know it being a repetition here. Um sitting among the teachers listening to them and asking them questions. And so this this would have been you know the way the rabbinical teaching would have been is so the, the, examining the, them. Right. The the wise, the elders would be asking questions. Right. And then it would it supposed to solicit a response from the the pupil to ask a question back and then based on if they were tracking in the correct way, the teacher would then normally respond with another question. To which then they would have to now provide an answer. Mm-hmm. So it's this question, 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 answer. And it's this back and forth arang- arrangement. And here they are, all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. So they're amazed at how he's, he gets that final thing. Yeah. And so here they are in this idea of, again, who's in this role of like the <laughs> teacher and the pupil? Because then now... Wait, he's asking questions. Mary comes, his yeah. mother comes to him, and asks him question. Yeah. <laughs> asks right. him a question. And how does he respond? with a question, a question. <laughs> yeah and then she's amazed at the fact of like this this is how my this is this is how my son is growing in this wisdom and stature and in this favor with god and it makes her want to treasure it up all the more in her heart um but yeah it's i i like that this is exactly the format that you would be expecting to be happening in the temple and then here he is doing that and he's not doing it disrespectfully it's not like he's back talking his mom obviously right, because right. then it goes into he goes with them and is submissive to them, um, so it, you can see this as very, very positive. Um, but I like that idea of this temple interaction being repeated here. Yep. yep.
0: Not how I was raised.
2: <coughs> Any questions <laughs> of back talk? No. And I do like the repetition of like. And so uh, the other thing that's exactly. I think is kind of a cool thing throughout Luke, um, just as a little note um, with his with them being amazed. Um this word amazed obviously is coming here at this place with his answers but then is is repeated this word is repeated two more times in luke um and it is with the response in luke 856 of Jarius's daughter raised to life mm-hmm. that is, that they're amazed yeah um and then again in luke 2422 um it is the women when they realize that the the tomb is empty um that Jesus was raised. Yeah. They are amazed, and so the the uh, there's again the thought to say of like the other two times Luke uses this is all about resurrection. the resurrection, and so there's some to say like, well, what was Jesus talking about yeah. in the temple? Um, what was the content of what they were saying? And so um, something is we don't know specifically, but something as big as resurrection, right? Yeah. That's kind of the <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's kind of the leaning oh, of like what?
1: I've ever told you my like I don't know if you guys have heard this but I've I've imagined so again one of my theories on this is that the book of Luke is a series of answers to questions, right? Yeah. So that the first one is okay, so when did you know? What did you know? Whatever. And we get all the stories including Anna and Simeon. And this question to me the obvious is the obvious answer to the question when did he know? Hmm. Like when did when do you know for sure that he knew who he was? Yeah. And Mary's like, I
0: I there was this one time. Exactly. Where he said when he was when he was like twelve years old, he said that. Yes. And so I would say at least by twelve. At least by twelve.
1: Like, he seems to have clearly known he I had you know at the moment at the time I didn't get it, but yeah. realizing, oh, that's what he was talking about. <clears throat> so which, I mean, well, maybe she did. Maybe like right then she knew. Oh, he knows. Which again would fit. Now our modern version of bar mitzvah wasn't created until the mid Middle right. Ages. But right. but it's it's very likely it was based on Jewish tradition already in place. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the idea that that this was part of you know, Jesus's coming of age ceremony. This is mm-hmm. now he's that it would make sense. But I've always pictured that what Jesus is discussing with their teachers is the Messiah. And they're going, and they're debating. So, where is the Messiah from, children? Well, everyone knows the Messiah comes from Bethlehem. Oh, does he come from Bethlehem, children, or does he come from Egypt? Because he's going to come out of Egypt. He is from Bethlehem, but he comes out of Egypt. But he's also a shoot, and shoot is where we get the word Nazareth. Could it be that he comes from Nazareth? And Jesus is sitting there going like, um, all of those, check, check, check. Wait check. a minute, <laughs> like, uh, <coughs> I, I, I'm from. Nazareth and I was born in Bethlehem and I came out of Egypt like wait a minute you know yeah. was that early on day 1 and then by day 3 he's still like yeah I am absolutely certain of who I am the now spirit I'm has now revealed you. now yeah. I'm teaching you yeah. because uh anyway I have no idea I just always thought that's an interesting stuff but the idea of him debating the messiah with the teachers in the temple <laughs> and then it dotting on him <laughs> and, and that mm-hmm. being when the spirit reveals to him okay yeah this is you and again maybe Mary and Joseph have said this from him from day one you know maybe that's the we don't know we just yeah. don't know but when did it sink in for him when did he know for sure who he was I think this may be the answer to that question yeah so, I would
0: definitely think it's it it would make sense that this would be something that Mary would say I know that he knew yep because he told me one time when he was a child hmm. right um but I mean yeah it'd be it'd be interesting to um, that that'll be a good question.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah,
0: I'd, I'd I'd love to.
1: So I'm I'm encouraged. I think it's going to be a good, a fun Sunday. Yeah, as well, and the whole weekend will be just, it'll be great. I hope I hope it'll be great. Pray for pray for a no rain is what John Sturrock's asking for. So <laughs> sure,
0: we'll do that. Be encouraged.